Well, this is strange. I'm back. Sort of. Let me explain where I went, where I'm going, and where this show came from. I'm Alex, and today we have conversation coming up on Aircraft Radio. First of all, Happy New Year. I wish you all a fruitful and successful 2022, and I hope you all had a decently average Christmas. Anyway, on to the important stuff. Also, just to let you know, if you want to skip to key bits or only interested in certain bits of what I have to say, please use the timestamps and buckle up. It's going to be a long one. It's been a while since a new episode of Aircraft Grade has been released, with the last being uploaded on the 24th of May 2021. That's seven months ago. Yikes. Essentially, when it comes to online content, audiences don't hang around and various hosting platform algorithms are more likely to suggest creators with regular upload schedules. To be honest, I, along with this show, kind of dropped off the face of the earth. But there is a good reason why, in order for me to at least try and justify this absence to you and hopefully give you an insight into where I went when you travel back in time to the origins of this show. We'll look at why I started this show, how I started it, and its development so far, and also a bit about me. So I guess, let's start with that. The basics are, I'm a second and final year college student, living in the southeast of England. I'm fairly nerdy, I enjoy building things like Lego, and have passions for aviation, that much is obvious, and also sim racing and motorsport. I'm not massively sport inclined, although I did used to play prop for more than 10 years at my local rugby club and still play centre and guard for my American football team. I didn't just wake up one day and decide that I was interested in hosting, journalism in (laughs) and radio. In fact, this interest of mine goes way back. It all started in year seven. At that age, I was an extracurricular activity machine. I would try everything I could to get involved, usually something tech based. It's pretty tragic, really, when you, when you think about it. Anyway, I digress. When my school launched their radio station that same year, I was interested. Primarily in the tech role they were offering. I was paired up with a radio show and would run the desk, cue music jingles, um, and edit various pre-made pieces together. I enjoyed this, but increasingly found myself more and more interested in doing some presenting. And the sit former took me under his wing... Um, And when he left at the end of the year, I had my own radio show on a Wednesday lunchtime. From then on, the number of shows I presented grew fairly quickly. I gained more shows, including ones before school, and was a fairly regular presenter. I can't say I was, or in fact, am at this time any good at presenting, but I I do enjoy it. My interest in journalism, presenting and creativity snowballed and I became a key member in launching my school's TV channel and became a prominent figure. Since then, I've been involved in countless TV and radio productions, plus producing written pieces as well. I've also since taken the role of sound technician, basically running a desk for our school productions. But enough tooting my own horn, I doubt anyone really cares, to be honest. And even listening back to this, I don't think I'll care either. As I progressed through school and got older, my love for school radio dwindled. It being a school-run programme, my creative freedom was vastly limited. My ability to give my opinion on certain topics or organise my shows how I wanted, including what I spoke about, was limited. I mean, this is understandable, but it was still frustrating. 
widely accessible content, usually offered from radio stations with a generally large audience, um, even though this was college radio with a small number of listeners. Um, you can't really con- you can't conform to niche topics as people will just simply turn off. I found myself wanting to create a podcast to sort of eradicate these limitations and relight the spark and joy I usually found from radio. But to be honest, I was scared and was kind of what's the word? I was kind of anxious about getting started, so I didn't. I made excuses like I was too young or I didn't have the time. So I just stayed sort of begrudgingly presenting copy and paste shows. Let's just all take a minute to welcome COVID, um, a nightmare, but with a silver lining. I no longer had an excuse to start my own podcast and I found myself desperately needing a way to keep my presenting and creative juices flowing throughout the pandemic. I had motivation, but it wasn't enough. I mean, I suffered greatly from procrastination and knew that if... In order to kick my ass into gear, I need to do something radical. Buying new equipment would force me to get to work as I didn't want my investment, or in this case my family's investment, to go to waste. I already had some audio equipment, but it wasn't of the best quality. I had a cheap Behringer interface and um, knee work condenser microphone that I used for a few bits I had to do at home for my school radio shows. I occasionally used it and it served me well for the limited roles um, it, it, need, it was needed for. A condenser mic worked for me in the past, but wasn't going to work if I was to do regular recordings. I live at home with an older brother, two parents, and a very sizable youngish Labrador, so background noise was an issue. High-quality equipment does not equal a high-quality show, and I know this, but the drawbacks I've mentioned, plus the need for me to have some kind of driving force, kind of led me to ask for new equipment for Christmas. I ended up getting a Rode Pod mic, dynamic microphone and a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 audio interface. These are leading pieces of equipment in their category and have served me well and gave me the final oomph to get going. Overall, it's a a worthy investment. I then chose to use Anchor as my hosting platform as this put my podcast onto almost every platform. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts. You name it, we're on it. So, I had my idea, I wanted to create a podcast, and I had the equipment, but I wasn't sure about what I wanted my podcast to be about. It's kind of important you decide what it's about. Um, I have a lot of passions, as most teenagers do, to be honest. Um, I'm a passionate F1 fan, I don't miss a race or a qualifying session, and I have a lot of opinions about the sport. This is a widely followed topic, would likely gain a lot of listeners, and would create a lot of conversation. It is a niche topic, but still mainstream enough to have a large audience. However, F1-focused content on YouTube, in various podcasts and social media is a highly congested and contested market. In other words, a lot of people are producing high-quality content. This is important because it would be hard for me to stand out from everyone else and produce something truly unique. This is a bit of a cop-out as I just need to find a niche within the F1 theme or work hard to make my content stand out. But this, coupled with the controversy surrounding Formula 1 management and their treatment of creators recently, I just didn't really want to have to limit what I could produce um, due to disputes of copyright and also due to due to a fear of um, doing the same as, as everyone else. A lot of gaps in the F1 content market have already been filled because of the amount of high-quality F1 creators. More importantly, and um, this was kind of the deciding factor for me, 
was that I don't really see myself entering a career in F1, at least at the moment. My goal is to become a pilot in the Royal Air Force or the Royal Navy, or have a job in military aviation. I'd love to work in F1, but I don't really see a role for me which really excites me. Military aviation is far more exciting in my eyes, but that doesn't mean I've lost any love for the sport. So I settled on the idea of creating an aviation podcast, which is my biggest passion. I've briefly spoken about how I got interested in aviation before, and I mean very briefly, covered in the second ever episode of Aircraft Grade, but I feel like it's important to go into that in a bit more detail now. When I was in year 7, I had no interest in planes. Um, That was until my first ever flight, a necessity for our New Year's trip to New York, exactly seven years ago. I was really excited, and the trip was absolutely incredible. It was the first country I'd ever been to outside of Europe. New York is an incredible city, and I would just love to go back there at some point in the future. Everything there just fascinated me. There were many things to remember about New York and our time there, but for me, one or two things, depending on which way you look at it, really stood out, and they were the flights. We flew British Airways on their flagship at the time, the 747, and what a legendary aircraft, something I didn't know at the time. I found everything so mesmerising, the terminal at Heathrow, the tarmac, the ramp, the aircraft itself, everything really. When you think about it, it's really incredible how such a large and heavy hunk of metal can stay in the sky, let alone move somewhat efficiently. I say somewhat because as we know, a lot of them have been retired due to their, um, due to efficiency concerns. After that New York trip, we went more places as a family, including Florida with Virgin on the A340 and 747, a small US connection from Florida to New York as part of our journey home on the MD88 with Delta, and Australia and Singapore with Singapore Airlines on the 777 and A380. Since flown on both the flagship narrow bodies from Airbus and Boeing, the A320 to Cyprus, Crete and Ireland with BA, and the 737 with Norwegian to Sweden. I've also recently taken my first flight in a light aircraft at a local fly-in I volunteered at. My dream is, though, to still fly on the A350 at some point as a passenger, because what a beautiful aircraft that is, really. And it's fair to say I'm now decently well-travelled and I've built an almighty love for aircraft and the industry. So, I had a passion that I could talk about and I felt I knew enough to be able to have a somewhat credible opinion. Hence, from thenceforth, the Aircraft Grade podcast was born, well, at least the idea was. The name and branding were still a bit of a pipe dream. I was nervous about making the first episode as A, I didn't have any sort of branding, music or identifying features, and B, as previously mentioned, I was apprehensive as to how it would go, so kind of just kept putting it off. So I spent a lot of time forming a brand. I can't explain how difficult coming up with a name for something like this is. I went through many iterations until myself and my friend, big shout out to him by the way, Uh, he reviews every episode of the podcast before it goes out. Well, we ended up settling on the name Aircraft Grade. The implication is this product is made to be of such quality that it's appropriate for aircraft use, like high quality aluminium or composites. It's very cringy, um... But I think it works quite well. I used this name to come up with the origin of the cover art based off of a flight data recorder. Something synonymous with aviation. Bright eye catching colours. And it has connotations of strength and quality. But we'll talk more about the cover art and everything later. The original idea for this show was Aviation News. With a couple of special features and some analysis. And it worked well for a good 14 episodes. Every week I would focus on three or four main stories, 
a quick um, any other news roundup section and an order and delivery roundup. I also began to introduce um, a special feature on some shows which included more analysis and research into particular topics. For example, we looked at the history of the A320 or why the US Air Force have a large presence in the UK. I would choose these topics for these segments based on news stories I found interesting, like I did with the rest of the show, or by talking to friends and family who wanted to know about specific things in aviation. For example, the one about the US Air Force in the UK came from a family friend. I called the first episode of the podcast um, One Pilot because uh, it's just such a hilarious joke. Um, it kind of fits with the rest of the podcast, just a bit tragic. This format worked and I would regularly get about 35 listens each episode. May not seem a lot, but these were big numbers for me. However, I just sort of lost the love for the format. Now, it is said that the way to be successful on the internet and, to be honest, in life in general, is to copy other people's successful ideas and make them better. This is how the original format of Aircraft Grade was formed, and it was based off the successful um, formats of AvTalk by Flight Radar and the Simple Flying Podcast. However, I started to feel that I really wasn't offering anything more to you, the listener. You could just listen to those podcasts, listen to mine, and you wouldn't really gain much from listening to Aircraft Grade. I felt like a change was needed to both improve my enjoyment of the process and just to give more value to you, the listener. Because after all, you've chosen to give up your time to listen to me. It would be totally disrespectful for me to turn around and waste your time, giving you the same thing you've heard before. Upon reflection, I found that I really enjoyed the extended special features that I had done previously. However, I knew I had to keep these sections more brief than I would have wanted to fit into the normal show. Eureka, I'd found my new idea. If I enjoy producing these parts of the episode so much, why not just focus on that? That's what I did. I took a two-week break and launched a new format, where each week I would focus on a different aircraft, aerospace company, airline, or another aspect of the aviation industry, and I loved it. And so did you, it would appear. The two episodes I produced in this format, the C-130 Hercules and Sea King, are my two most listened to episodes, excluding the pilot. That's incredible. But then it will stop. I didn't get ill, I didn't go to prison, I didn't actually drop off the face of the earth. Life just changed. My workload at college picked up, the amount of hours I was doing paid work for increased, and my passion for this project dwindled. I was no longer learning from home, so I couldn't get all my work done early and have a long afternoon to focus on the podcast. It's a real shame looking back because I love making episodes. I just lost the drive and passion I need to produce high quality content. I preferred the option of stopping temporarily, then rushing the episodes and producing enough content. You know, it was going back to the whole, I didn't want to waste your time thing. I mean, I know, <laughs> I know temporarily, seven months don't really mean the same thing, but something which I told myself I wouldn't let get to me, did. I got impatient as I didn't go viral immediately. This is more than understandable, and there's no way an aviation podcast is going to go viral straight away. It, it's a niche subject. Also, you can't expect people to find your content if you don't consistently post new stuff. But I was still disappointed by the time I put into it versus the success I got in return. Essentially, I didn't feel like the amount of work I was putting into producing episodes was proportionate to the amount of success I was getting in return. But the only way for someone or something to grow online is to just keep at it. And the fact that the most recent episodes are my most successful is evidence of this. I needed to keep going, and I didn't. I simply lost the passion and the drive for something I used to love 
But unlike my rugby career, I wasn't going to let my dwindling excitement for the podcast see it come to an end permanently and arguably prematurely. But I think I'm back, at least kind of. I guess it's time to address the elephant in the room, why I've decided that now is a good time to start producing somewhat quality content again, and what is actually changing. Well, firstly, I'll give you the cringy answer. New year, new me. And there is some significance in the fact that it's January, um, and it was January 2021 where this journey began. It's kind of come full circle. Also, I've just missed doing this. Other than a lot of paid work, I've not really got many hobbies to focus on now, so it'd be nice to get back to back to doing something valuable in my free time also in the future my life will be getting tougher Um, I have mock A level exams in the coming weeks and my actual A levels in the summer and then following that there'll be various applications and interviews for employment so it'd be good to have something else to focus on and take my mind off um, the hard work in terms of what you can expect in terms of content going forward let's get into that I plan to keep the bi-weekly schedule and documentary style format that I love so much. Um, however, I do think it would be nice to expand the content of the podcast. Aviation will still be the main focus, as it should be, but I'll also talk more broadly about engineering and logistic projects that I find interesting. For example, notable trains or vehicles, or weapons, or anything interesting like that. I also want to explore more gripping stories like air crashes, airline rivalries, and controversies. But obviously, these require a much different approach, as facts and opinion need to be separated very clearly, um, and that will be even more important than usual. And obviously, you need to be sensitive of air crashes, for example. I also aim to improve the way aircraft grade can be enjoyed. You may have noticed I've somewhat neglected the YouTube channel recently, with the most recent episode on the page being episode 10. There's also some clips from that episode as well on there, but the point stands. It's quite outdated. I didn't see much point in uploading a podcast to YouTube if it didn't benefit the listener or viewer in this case. This is changing. From this episode forwards, there will now be a face cam. Um, so if you're watching on YouTube, you get to see my beautiful face and uh, awful hair. Um, as well as the content being enhanced with graphics and images. However, for audio listeners, you still have access to the majority of the supplementary content on the Aircraft Grade Instagram page. I also want to explore the possibility of a new music sequence. At the moment, I'm happy with the current music, which is Amber Lines. This podcast rebrands all the time, at least, kind of. The basic logo on podcast art haven't really changed, the colours and layout have. Initially, the podcast logo was yellow and black and was designed to look like taxiway signs. However, this didn't really match the orange, white and grey of the podcast art, designed to look like a flight recorder. Essentially, there were two different brands and this was seen on the Instagram page where the graphics predominantly had a yellow and black theme with the episode thumbnails being orange and white. This was nonsensical and it stemmed from me having too many ideas and not wanting to kill my darling. Or, in other words, I wasn't ruthless enough to accept that one of my ideas needed to go. So... I slightly rebranded, I changed the logo from yellow and black to the same white, orange and grey as the podcast art, um, and that's the theme of all the graphics going forward, and these followed a nice scheme, and I think they work quite well together. Initially, the Instagram page would just be used to announce new episodes, however I realised if I wanted to attract more listeners, I needed to create value with the page. 
I started uploading the YouTube thumbnails as posts instead of stories to announce new episodes and started to produce graphics as supplementary content for each episode, summarising the key points and adding new information. The style of the page became very uniform and nice. I was happy with everything except the episode announcement posts. So when I changed the format, I also changed the way this was done. I took inspiration from Apple Podcasts to offer a sneak peek about what was to come and this offered more info about um, the podcast episode. Everything was in quite a good place. I believe everything can always be improved so I've made a couple of changes ahead of the relaunch. Firstly the logo has changed again. The trend at the moment in design is simple, is better and I would agree that most brands have improved their image with the simplification of their logos and branding. So to make the aircraft grade logo more readable at small sizes, the letters have been removed and quite frankly they're unneeded. The cover art itself has been simplified, focusing mainly on the name of the show and its identifying feature, the logo, without sacrificing too much of the original idea. This makes it easier to read when small, and it stands out more, and it's just less cluttered. The orange colour is now a lot brighter, and the colour scheme is simply orange and white. I couldn't be more happy with the changes, and hopefully agree. That was a lot of waffle, um, but hopefully you stuck around to the end, and you benefited somewhat from it. There'll be plenty of new episodes next year, hopefully anyway, and the aim is to make these even better um, than ever before. There are also a lot of improvements coming more generally to the show, which we discussed. This has been the Aircraft Grade podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Aircraft Grade. I've been Alex. Have a decently average week. Goodbye. <laughs>